Good afternoon and welcome to another episode of The Fans Corner with me, your host, Joshua Marimo Morris. And I wasn't going to start the new season until July when the preseason started for Manchester United, but I wanted to get on here and kind of talk about that team a little, and then I was going to talk about the Yankees, and we'll get into the Cowboys later on. Again, I am wearing my Cowboys hoodie. It is nice and chilly inside the house because it's hot outside. I'm in West Texas and it's hot, hot in the, we have triple digits almost every other day, so it's chilly in here, it's nice and chilly, but let's talk about Manchester United and the lack of doing anything in this transfer window, now the transfer window has been open for I think about a week or two now, and Manchester United is notorious for doing stuff in the new social media age where they won't say who they're going to get or 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 what they do is they they link all these players to the club but they're not doing anything to get these players to the club so First, it was um, Christian Eriksen. He's oh well, he's interested in the club. Frankie De Jong is interested in the club. Darwin Nunes is interested in the club. Erling Holland is interested in the club. All these players are interested in the club. Julian Timber is interested in the club. So-and-so is interested in the club. And then what happens? Darwin Nunes got assigned by um, Liverpool. Holland got signed by who? Man City so we we are like a squirrel in the forest and you're walking through the forest and the squirrel's got a Manchester United jersey on and it's laying in the forest dead we the fans walk through the forest and we see that dead squirrel and we're we we pick up a stick and we start poking it like hey man do something do something do something do something please just do something Ralph Ragnick brought up a lot of issues that needed to be addressed that's the one shining light that he shown on this club and what needed to be done to upgrade this team and once again the the freaking on board is like oh okay well I guess we can do that but mm, 
Nah, we don't have to. Now there's rumors and reports that Eric of Ten Hag has $200 million that he can spend. Well, help the guy out. Spend this money. If you're on the freaking board, spend this money. Get get the players that we need a new center back. A new right back. Some holding defensive midfielders. Some holding midfielders who have quality. We can worry about a we we can worry about a striker in the January window or next season. We have Cristiano Ronaldo and he's not a problem. The problem with Cristiano Ronaldo is that the team the the the, the team in and of itself was not feeding him the you know ball service was terrible and Bruno Fernandes the first season that he was at Man United was duty he was a freaking maestro he was creating chance after chance after chance after chance and now we 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 just don't we just don't do it this past season chances were not created so the so the quality at midfield needs to be uplifted it needs to change it needs to get them better but until we get some holding defensive midfielders Man United could not control the freaking midfield to save their lives. And it showed against quality teams like City and Liverpool when they played Liverpool at Anfield and at Old Trafford. Liverpool was toying with with the um, the entire team. Sadio Mane who's now possibly leaving and going to Germany to play soccer with I want to say Bayern Munich I, I could be wrong but those are the early reportings that dude is an amazing midfielder like dude is amazing in in Golo Conte is another one great holding midfielder that is the quality that we need now I know that when um, Mane played he was from what I can see or from what I can remember during the season he was in the midfield and also playing up as a three headed monster but You've got to have quality in the midfield, and even freaking um, Declan Rice at at um, West Ham. You've got to have to the midfielders who can create chances, 
You got to have holding midfielders who can control the ball in the midfield and set up things for our strikers and our wingers. But this team is doing nothing. Absolutely nothing. And it's frustrating as a fan. And I I I know no, I I know nothing of the intricacies that go into running a, a football club. But I can tell you this. I would do a much better job than the Glazers and this freaking Manchester United freaking boardroom. It seems like they don't care about money or or winning. All they care about is money. So you 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 actually brought in Eric Umtinhog who did amazing things at Ajax with the players that he has. Now, I'm not going to sit up here and 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 say that the the players at Ajax are worse than the players at Man United because if you look at the two teams this past um, season, I would take the entire Ajax um, team over the entire Man United team with the exception of Ronaldo and freaking of David De Gea. Because those two men were the only um, saving grace in our season. Cristiano Ronaldo, a.k.a. The Problem, and David De Gea were the only saving grace for our team. There, those two are the only reason why we were not in the bottom of the table. Those two are the only reason why we are in Europa League this year and not Champions League. Or even relegated. You can't play the way that United played and expect to be in the top four or challenge for an EPL title or challenge for a Champions League trophy. You 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 just can't. And there are pieces that we need to start the rebuild and it seems like the club at the upper levels is like ah well we'll just go at it again and and we'll see what happens and then of course as a fan it's frustrating it is frustrating it is it is you just want to scream but course we can't do anything to change it and i don't think the culture at 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 man united will change until the glazers sell the team and i don't see them selling the the team because all the glazers care about is money how much money can we take out and give to ourselves for administrative fees when you're not even doing anything to to you know better the club you're not making renovations to Old Trafford you're not um, trying to get in 
players of high quality to to upgrade this team. No, 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 no. You just want to get that money and 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 get your little twenty million freaking of dividend every year while you run this team into the ground. But enough on that. It's just painful to watch as your team it is painful and painful and painful and horribly painful to watch as they do nothing painful I cannot say that word enough but there's still time in the transfer window so we'll see what happens also one more thing I left out on Fred I was surprised at how well Fred actually played this season he was one of the um, shining stars of the team that really had no of shining stars or no of shining moments whatsoever aside from Ronaldo and David De Gea now Let's transition to a team that I thought was not going to do well. And especially with the players that they picked up, I was like, what are you doing? But it also goes back to Manchester United. I love Juan Mata, but we shouldn't have extended his contract. We shouldn't have extended... Um, um, uh, Nemanja Matic we should have extended a Phil Jones we should have let these guys go and get money and then we could have purchased other players younger players but enough of that for now and let's how about them Bronx freaking bombers how about them New York Yankees I did not expect them to be the first team to a 50 win. I thought that it would have been the Atlanta or the Atlanta Braves coming off their World Series win or the LA Dodgers who have a stacked team. And then we went out and we signed Joey Gallo. We signed Anthony Rizzo last year. We brought in Matt Carpenter. And I was like, man, come on. Now, Mr. Cashman, and and, and I use the word to do, Mr. Out of Respect. But if you do not re-sign Aaron Judge, you're going to have a lot of New Yorkers who are pissed off at you. Because I'm already pissed off at you. The dude is out here playing all-star level of baseball. And I know that it's still young in the season. But the dude is on fire, man. 
the dude is playing lights out, hitting the freaking cover off of the um, freaking baseball. At what point, as a general manager, do you not say, okay, hey, hey, Aaron, come on into my office and let's re- Let's re-look at your contract. Let's take another look at, at what we can offer you. Because if you let this man walk and go to another team, dude, I told you, you're going to have a lot of pissed off New Yorkers and a lot of upset and pissed off New York Yankees fans. But let's... Uh, let's... Uh, Let's um, take a look at the hitting leaders and the hitting stats for the Yankees. So you got Aaron Judge, and they've played up 65. Well, he's played up 65 games, 249 at-bats, 55 runs, 75 hits, 11 doubles, and no triples. He's got 25 home runs, 50 RBIs. He's he's um, actually been walked 34 times, and he's struck out 72 times. Eh. And his average right now is 301. His OBP is 380. His slugging is 647. And his OPS is 1.02. Um, seven. Not too shabby. Then you got Anthony Rizzo. He's played one more game than Judge. He's got nine less at bats at a uh, two forty. He's he's accounted for uh, for uh, forty two runs, fifty seven hits, ten doubles, and one triple. He's got 19 home runs, 49 RBIs. He's actually been walked 28 times, and he's struck out 47, so a little bit better ratio than Judge. Now, Rizzo and Judge aren't that fast, but Judge has five stolen bases. Rizzo's got six. Rizzo's average is a 238 with a 339 OBP. Slugging is about 525, and he's got an OPS of 0.864. Then, then, then you got the you know, powerhouse Giancarlo Stanton. Addu's played 54 games, 194 at bats. He's accounted for 22 runs, 49 hits, 5 doubles, no triples, 14 home runs, 42 RBIs. He's been walked 25 times, and he's um, struck out um, 60. His average is 253 with an OBP of 3.33 and a slugging of 0.49 and an OPS of 8. And then the surprise to me is Gleyber Torres. That dude's played 61 games, 
210 at bats. He's accounted for 31 runs, 56 hits, 13 doubles, one triple, 13 home runs, 32 RBIs. He has been walked 13 times, struck out 42. He's stolen or he's tried to steal twice and he's been caught. He's he has been caught stealing twice. He has, he has an average of 267 with an OBP of 313 and a slugging of 0.524 and an OPS of 837. Those are just the top four, four Yankees. And then you got Joey Gallo, Matt Carpenter, Josh Donaldson, DJ LeMahieu. And they're, 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 the Yankees are just hot right now. But, but, it's still early in the season. They play 162 games. That's a lot of games. So let's not get too high on the horse right now for the Yankees. But as a Yankees fan, it's great to see the team playing how they're playing now will that equate in the playoffs if if in fact they do make the playoffs I would say right now that they are a strong f- favorite to win the the ALE but but there's still a, a whole lot of games to play and they could cool off after the all-star break or they could a cool off in a week but right now the Yankees are the hottest team in freaking baseball and and I'm loving every minute of it every 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 minute of it I'm I'm loving it so if we look at the pitching staff which that was a a really major weakness of of this team last year so so let's see let's see what we got for um, for uh, the pitching staff you get Jamison Tallian who's pitched three games he's won eight he's lost one got Garrett Cole who's pitched in 14 games he's won 6 he's lost 1 Jamison Italian's win win percentage is 889 Cole's is 8 857 and then you got oh my personal favorite is Nestor Cortez Jr. He's he's pitched 12 games. He's won six, lost two. He has a win win a percentage of, of 7.50. And then Clay Holmes. He's pitched 31 games. He's won four. Louis Severino's pitched 12 games. 
He's at 1-4, lost one. Michael Kings pitched 22 games. He's at 1-4, lost one. And Clay Holmes has a win a win a percentage of 1,000 or 1.000. Severino's got an, an 800 win percentage. Michael King's got an 800 win on percentage. And we just have a stacked staff now. We we actually have some uh, pitchers who 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 can actually pitch as opposed to last year when the middle relievers would lose games. So it's an all-around e- effort, and I'm really excited for the rest of the season. And I really hope that we don't cool off after the after the. Uh, after the all-star break, I hope that we can continue playing well. And I say we as a fan, not as a person who's actually on the team, because <laughs> I can't do what any of those guys do. I'm just a fan who has opinions on certain things, and I enjoy watching sports. And I can honestly say that I played you know, baseball, I've played up soccer, I've played a, a football, soccer and baseball, I, I played as a kid all the way up into high school, football, I played in junior high and high school, and then I, I even did a um, semester or two at the collegiate l- level, but just wasn't really great at it wasn't good enough to get to the next level problems with my knees I just didn't have I guess you could say I just didn't have the heart to to continue playing or trying to get to the next level but I enjoy sports I, I enjoy it a lot and I love talking about sports and I love giving my opinions on 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 sports and there's only three sports I truly love and I just told you which ones like they were football well soccer or European of football football American football and you know baseball those are the three sports I love those are those are the th- three sports that I talk about those are the three sports I enjoy watching so two things to take away from this episode the Yankees are the hottest team in the MLB at the current stage that we're at Will will they continue up until the All-Star break and after the All-Star break? Only time will tell. And what the heck is Manchester United doing in this transfer window? Can anybody, can anybody 
tell me what Manchester United is doing. Are they just going to sit there and hope that the players fall into their lap? Or are they actually going to go out and try and sign some players to help us compete for an EPL title, which I don't think this year will compete for the EPL title, but at least help us get further enough into the Europa Championship and hopefully get a top four spot so we can be in Champions League of football and maybe entice some more players this coming year or this for the next um, season. Also, we'll talk about the World Cup to next time. There's still 150 days left until the World Cup. But we'll talk about or I will talk about how I feel that the United States has a good chance of getting out of the group stage. What happens after that? Who knows? But But we will see what happens. We will see what happens. I appreciate all of you that listen. If you want to support me, please feel free to. And y'all have a blessed afternoon and an amazing week. Seize the day.